0: Greetings, listeners.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Um, the Fandalorian podcast is back, recapping the season one finale. <laughs> what the Donkey Dooks, okay? <laughs> yeah, whoa. That was, okay, like, we all, you know, you guys know, you people that have been listening to us, we liked Rise of Skywalker, but the Mandalorian is Star Wars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. That was freaking epic. I um, I have to tell you guys, I don't think... Well, I told you, Eric, because I was so mad. You know how, obviously, they're released on Fridays. Like, you can watch... Most normal people, you know, wake up and... Not normal people, but I would say a, a majority of people may, might have to work or, yeah, you know, take their... Coffee, make some coffee. Make Take your kids to, to daycare. Watch in the evenings with a nice glass of wine or something. Well, I get on Twitter... And you, I don't even think, I think you had just left to take the girls to daycare. Yeah. Vanity Fair, or Variety?
2: No, it was Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair Fair.
0: posted a tweet that was like, I'll have to look it up and read it exactly, but it said, wow, the Mandalorian, how about that ending with the Darksaber? Here's what a Darksaber is. What? (laughs) In the headline, and in the
2: Bullshit. No,
0: it was in the headline of the article. (laughs) and in oh, the headline of the tweet uh, you
2: know, was It's like like everything you need to know about the new lightsaber d- d- the dark saber
0: yeah oh and i was like, like what God. so Come then on. i'm like i told eric and i was like i'm pretty sure i just saw the most epic thing about the episode <laughs> and then before that scene shot that ending scene came eric was like so what was the th-? and i was like <laughs> i was uh, like it hasn't it happened it hasn't yet. happened yeah. yet and then it happened and you were like wasn't that so awesome and i was like it could (laughs) have (laughs) been
1: could have been real awesome could have been great wow that's bogus dude And it was
2: was crazy because
0: and it was like i mean it was like 8 a 8 a.m eastern
2: (sighs) yeah oh my god yeah so you see moth gideon tear through the tie fighter went with something and you're like is that is
0: that and well, then, you were. I was like, oh, that's the Darksaber.
2: <laughs> Where is it? It's coming. Well, and then, um, <laughs> well, and if, if you hadn't said it was a Darksaber, I looked at it and I'm like, something about that lightsaber doesn't look right. I don't know if the effects, they just don't have the same effects budget for lightsabers or what. And then you're like, oh, no, it's a Darksaber. I was like, what the fuck is that?
0: And then I was like, let's click on this Variety article for Vanity Fair." <laughs> yeah. Because, or,
1: yeah. or people could go back to one of our earlier podcasts where I think we predicted the dark saber in the show and gave a brief history of it. So, I mean, that was what, six weeks ago. Yeah, that was,
0: that's when we dove into like, man, you were telling us about we, like Eric and I were a part of that conversation. <laughs> uh, we were listeners on our own podcast when you were giving us the background on, um, mandalore the planet, um it's people and how mandalorians like mando um are how they have not tribes per se you know but they had their own little like collective groups how yep. he's not actually mandalorian mm-hmm. um well let's just let's just dive right into it so tell us again about the dark saber what we know in current canon
1: yeah so it's really interesting also, it's funny that we're doing that. We're kind of going backwards in this episode. Like, let's st- let's start with the ending and we'll work back.
0: I know. Well, we can start <laughs> with the beginning. But I just, I don't know. What do you guys think? It's just the like the dark saber is like so cool. Well, I, I feel, feel like we, coolest, coolest. we
2: get a little bit of history of Mando in this episode too, which I think is interesting. So you do... She was- yeah. Should we start at, the beginning? We'll, start we'll at get, the beginning? Let's start at the beginning.
0: Because people are going to just jump off once they hear the Darksaber stuff. It's the, awesome.
2: it's oh, the, cool, yeah, it's it's the coolest
1: part. Yeah.
2: It's like those recipe blogs where you have to scroll all the way down to the fucking bottom of the article because they're trying to yeah. sell ads.
0: That's our podcast.
2: That's our podcast right now.
1: Yeah. Perfect. No advertisers. Okay, yeah.
0: so kick us off, Mike.
1: <laughs> Man, where, I don't even know where to begin except that... The only thing I think I want now is... So this episode was directed by Takai... I always mess up his name. I T.T. Yes, him. All the I drums. want is for him to make a Star Wars movie now. I know. Because, yeah. I mean, it's a season of amazing episodes, but this one was unreal. I mean, from the beginning, it was just... I mean that scene with the two stormtroopers just kind of oh like casually talking, like it's got his humor written all over it. Oh, I know. Yeah. And it was
2: so perfect. funny. Yeah. And what is wasn't one of them Jason
1: Sudeikis? Yeah. 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 The one that was punching um punching baby Yoda, I think that it was
0: him. <laughs> so if you go back and listen to it now that you know it's him, he sounds like um one of my favorite SNL bits that he did where he was the ESPN reporter from, like, the 80s. Vagisil! Vagisil. If you gotta scratch, it's your snatch. with Vagicil. And it's the ladies bowling tournament. He sounds exactly like that.
1: That's too funny.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I I agree. Everything about this episode was Star Wars. There was was humor. There were endearing characters. There was a fucking lightsaber.
0: No, there wasn't.
2: Oh, excuse me, a dark saber. It's of the category of lightsaber. It's made, well, we'll get into it. We'll
0: get. But, you got to wait.
2: Got to wait. But I mean, even seeing the droid start to win over, the IT IT uh-huh. droid start to win over Mando over the course of the episode, you know, he healed him, he got to take his mask off, he was a little bit tongue in cheek at times, but he's the nursing droid. I think it was really really cool to see.
0: So I'm curious, this may be a, a bigger discussion. I feel like it could be its own podcast. But when, you know, we have droids in the Star Wars universe and droids have, you know, you love them. You care for them. They have personalities. What type of, I don't know what type of message or what type of, what do you think about droids like, who who actually Taika Voices this droid Mm -hmm, and does the Mm -hmm. like CGI stuff for this droid. Did R.I.P. What do you think Mm -hmm. they're trying to say? In that you know he's programmed to be completely opposite of who he was, but he mean I'm saying the droids are he because it's Taika, but he was also still so endearing and you almost like cared for him and Mm -hmm. you know appreciated him. So it's almost like these droids have controlled souls. And I think it's such an interesting thing that the Star Wars universe does. Because in Rogue One, um, Alan Tudyk, play, who plays K2SO, that droid was reprogrammed, right? Right. It was an, an Imperial, imperial droid. droid. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on that, I guess? And how, do you think it's more, they just do it to help, I know they do it to help further progress, like, different live action character story.
1: Um, yeah. Well, they've definitely made it clear throughout star wars that these droids they almost have like their own i guess unique personalities in a way because i mean even like r2d2 is not your normal r2 droid right like he's difficult and like he's got funky yeah he's got like his own sass to him that you don't see from some of like the more basic droids i guess that just kind of follow their orders so i mean they have shown that in all of like the major droids that um, they all have sort of like a unique personality that you wouldn't really say is part of their programming, I guess. Mm.
0: Well, now that you say that, too, even though um, what was his name? Did he have it? I feel that I can't remember his name. I'll just call him Tyka. The Tyka <laughs> droid.
2: He's an IT droid, I think. Is, what it, is that right? IT droid?
0: Well, no, he was like an assassin droid.
2: Yeah, a hunter droid.
0: A hunter droid.
2: Yeah well, I think it was called I.T. Droid okay. on the show, not related to information technology.
0: Well which, of course, is what I'm going to call.: it. Okay So IT. droid. I just thought it was it's interesting that even though his um, to-do's or tasks or mission, if you will, was reprogrammed, he still seemed like the same droid. right? Yeah. Kind of like the same yeah. like demeanor and
1: hmm. Yeah, person just mm-hmm. had a
0: different, uh, like a
1: prime, different primary function. Yes, exactly.
0: yeah. I just think it's so, so interesting. Maybe that's true. Yeah, I often, do too. I don't know. I thought. It well, was- no. I mean, yeah.
1: it's true because even so, I just looked it up. It's an IG, IG droid. IG okay. droid. Okay. I mean,
2: droid.
1: yeah. His um, <laughs> it's a gram. The gram droid. The gram um, yeah. So I mean, even though he like his primary function had been completely changed from you know hunting down. Baby Yoda to protecting it. I mean, when he burst into that town, I mean, he still, I mean, kicked major ass. Oh, yeah. Like He didn't change anything. Like, that, oh my gosh, I had to watch that part again, because he just, like, blew into that town, wiping stormtroopers out.
0: Oh, his, that was body,
1: amazing. his body spins around his head, like he's protecting the baby, but he's still, like, blasting everyone. It was just, it was so <laughs> well done. Like, it just it was amazing. Like, uh, yeah, I I mean, that part was amazing. We just, we got so much information out mm-hmm. of this episode. Like yeah. I have a hard time fig- thinking about like, what is the biggest thing we learned in this episode? Like we saw, we saw him without his mask one, which yeah, I did not amazing. think, I did not think was going to happen. We learned his name. Yeah. Like we learned about some, you know, some history of like what's going on on his planet. I just, I don't know. Like, what do you guys think was the biggest thing we actually learned?
2: Ooh. I think, well, I think my favorite thing was developing like a true villain character for the show. Mm-hmm. So learning about Moth Gideon, how he's connected to our characters. I thought learning that was like a major revelation that gets me excited for season two because it's like, obviously we know Giancarlo's an amazing villain. Yeah. Um,
0: Wonderful actor.
2: And multifaceted, likable, relatable, and hateable all at the same mm-hmm. time, right? <laughs> I'm super excited about that and how that will develop. And I loved, like, like you said, Mike, getting to know like how he's connected to Mando and why he's relevant to the story.
0: Well, I think it's that bucketed with all the jedi talk and how mando's responsibility is to now deliver um which i i want to unpack that part of the mandalorian yeah, culture too. too we talked about that after the episode eric mm-hmm. how you know um what what's her name the head mandalorian
1: the armor the armor i, for, I don't I forget what her real She's name is i don't
0: fucking i'm just going to call her fucking badass cuz she was amazing <laughs>
1: she is i great. just
0: it was we learned even more about the mandalorian culture where he's he mando said wait a minute so you want you're telling me this baby yoda is a jedi who is like our lifelong arch enemy but despite that it doesn't matter because of our code and our way my responsibility is to now take him to his people and she's like yes and i think that's that That single thing alone tells you everything you need to know about the mandalorians and it's, it's why people, I think, um, not respect, they respect them, but I think the word I'm looking for is why they they hold them as this almost like otherworldly people, you know, because the only people mm-hmm. we think about like that are like knights, you know, like knights mm-hmm. think of Bran of Tarth in the Game of Thrones. You know, she was like, no, I protect, you know, Catelyn Stark is who I swore my oath to and she saw it through to the very fucking end of the whole series. Yeah. And that's kind of like what's happening here. And I thought that was so interesting because you know, there's some sort of link. They don't want baby Yoda for his DNA. I think there's, there's something else going on. Maybe Gideon wants to be, I don't know, linked to, I think he knows more than, um, not than he lets on, but I think he knows a lot more about Jedi. What's his tie to order six, not order 66 um the purge yeah all that sort of stuff what's the deal what's going on that's what i'm excited about
1: yeah i mean and even in his little speech to din i guess now we can now call him by his actual name um i mean you learn no Din. that's mando's oh i thought you were talking about carl
0: weathers i was like
2: that's grief that's grief
0: no it's just carl weathers Oh yeah, we're
1: just yes. gonna okay. so yeah. great yeah, I'm sorry. Din <laughs> Din, right? Din. Yeah. It's like yeah, Din Dara Din. or Din. Yeah. Din. So Din, Din the Mando. Um, you know, in his little speech, you know, in Gideon's speech to him where, you know, he calls them out by name and talks about so how they how they purged, you know, Mandalore, you know, it's it answered a question I'd had for multiple episodes now because when we see Mandalore last, like They may not be, like, at their full height of power, but, like, they're still in power of their own um, planet, right? Like, they kind of throw off the Empire, you know, with the Rebels. And, like, there's plenty of them around. Like, it's not this underground sect like what we're seeing now. But these, you know, the early episodes of this show have made it clear that there are not very many Mandalorians left. So something has clearly happened in this whatever, 10-year period right? to, you know, like, okay, why, where is their planet? Why aren't they there? Um, and so we kind of got that answer that it's, what seems like what happened is that the Empire purged their planet as kind of a punishment for rebelling against them in the first place. So it almost seems like his home planet, or, well, it's not really his, but, like, the Mandalorian homeworld is gone. Like, it's just, yeah. like, they've gone. Yeah, like, they've wiped it from the map, and then, you know, it's kind of further proven by the whole, you know, the best part of the episode at the very end, when he comes out of that TIE fighter with the Mm Darksaber, because, I mean, the Mandalorians held it the last time we saw it. Like, they had it on their planet. Next time we see it, it's an Imperial officer holding it so he got it he got it took it from them somehow so uh you know it kind of goes back to that that mandalore probably isn't real anymore
0: so that's interesting we saw so we see this imperial officer and we see all these stormtroopers right any other quote-unquote officers or stormtroopers we have seen prior to that have been like, in hiding, kind of, dish- you know, their, their armor's been disheveled. This was not the case for Gideon and his yeah. soldiers. Mm-hmm. You know, they looked like they were like, we haven't been in hiding. They landed on that planet. They came out and
2: yeah, they did armor. the damn thing. <clears throat> yeah. So
0: I'm wondering if there's going, and correct me if I'm stepping into something we already know or that's in other pieces of canon. I'm wondering if, because Gideon blew up Werner Herskopf and Werner had, of course, the actor, I forget his name, uh, the First Order, like, um, necklace, but, like, emblem on, -hmm. like, a pendant on. Did the First Order start as this, like, super radical evil society within the um, Empire, and they were kind of enemies? Because they're the ones that are kind of more in hiding with the crappy armor and all this stuff. And then what? Gideon shows up and everyone's looking funky fresh. They got like speeders and shit. They ain't hiding from nobody. So it's like, wait, where where's the disconnect here? Why did Werner's guys all look hmm. crappy?
1: That's a good question. And why
0: was he in hiding? <clears throat> see, Not in hiding, I, but more recluse.
1: Yeah, see, I kind of saw it as <clears throat> sort of like a power vacuum, almost. You know, okay. so the Empire has collapsed. The Emperor is gone. Vader's gone. I mean, kind of the muscle is gone so what you're kind of left with are these individual like power players if like you lieutenants
0: will try. yeah like you know okay, Gideon yeah. I
1: mean Gideon's a moth so like I mean that's a, a high ranking title in the empire so he would have had like significant forces under him to begin okay. with so you can imagine I mean this is what five years after the empire falls you've got these pockets of you know powerful players who still have forces loyal to them. And I imagine they're all just kind of squabbling it out across the galaxy in an effort to take that seat of power. Okay. So I'm guessing the doctor was not as high up. That's why he had kind of less forces and why Gideon has no problem wiping him out because his forces are loyal to him and substantial. That's sort of how I see it. And I Mm -hmm. wonder if we'll see others like that, you know, like other you know, high-ranking people showing up throughout this um, series. So I you
0: forgot mentioned we had talked about that. You
2: mentioned moth. Um, I didn't know that was like a formal title in the empire. So what? Tell us about where that fits. So obviously they have general,
1: right, in the empire. And I mean, director,
0: director, and di-
1: director. Because um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on his name. He controlled the Death Star. Um, oh, Harkin. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. Yeah. He well, he was I mean, think his technical title was Grand Moth. Oh like, okay. I think that's like the um yeah, his his like technical title is Grand Moth. So like it's just like a ranking system. And you saw, I mean you saw in the original movies how high up he actually was.
0: Like, oh yeah, he, he was like was. next to Vader. Yeah, right.
1: Markin, right under Vader. Yeah. Yeah. So Moth would just kind of be under that like moth is like a super high-ranking title in the empire so like i mean he gideon probably commanded pretty substantial forces before this like he like honestly it almost seems like he probably led the like the purge of mandalore like he was probably in charge of all of that yeah oh my
2: god yeah absolutely yeah
0: oh another (laughs) thing speaking of planets being destroyed and correct me if I'm wrong. We learned that um, Kara's from Alderon.
2: Yeah. Yes, I wanted to talk that about that too. too. That was great. So
0: I think that's really cool, and it's something that we um, that helps us bring or helps her and Mando stay even more like banded together. Yep. You know, not only are they rebels against the Empire, but for pretty much the same reason. Um, and we can assume, based on the flashbacks that we saw um from din's past life his planet and people were also white out. yeah whether the planet was blown up by a death star or something there was some sort of purge going on
2: yeah and the mandalorian saved him that was yep. pretty cool they all jet packed in
0: oh, so oh him
2: getting his jet <laughs> that was so cool so freaking cool And then, when did he use it? I forget. He used it once.
0: Against the freaking TIE fighter.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To fight
1: the TIE fighter. To just, like, jump over (laughs) it. Yeah.
2: That was cool. (laughs) Amazing.
0: was so badass. God.
2: I'd take one of those jetpacks.
0: I mean, I don't know that I'd use it, but I'd wear it. Cause it looked real cool.
2: Like, do you it think it's just like Bluetooth or something? They just like plug it in, and he's like, beep, beep, beep. All of a sudden, he can like access it on his wristwatch. Yeah. Like, I mean, fuck? he's
1: he's got all that tech, right? He's got the tech in his helmet and his wristwatch. Just, I mean, I assume all the Mandalorian tech is just kind of interchangeable. It's like yeah. it's, it's like having it's like having like an Apple ecosystem in your house, right? Yes. <laughs> so right. it all just sort of works together. Right. Yeah. That's Siri,
0: good. turn the lights off. Alexa,
1: turn on my jetpack. Yeah, I mean... Alexa, jump helmet... over a TIE Fighter. Yeah, his, his helmet's powered by Google. It's fine. <laughs>
0: yeah, totally fine. God, that's so sick. Okay, so, all right. So we've talked about Moth Gideon, um, Din's past. Uh, obviously, there's a tease that we may see more Jedi slash People of Yoda's race. Kara is from Alderaan, which is even more sick. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happened? Oh, dear Lord. uh, We we know who the, the biggest threat is now. Moth Gideon wants baby Yoda. They want him gone. What is Moth Gideon? We know he probably just wants power. He wants to take control of the yep. Empire. Now, he's got a dark saber. Which means... There will be some sort of lightsaber fight at some fucking point in the show, which is amazing. <laughs> but let's talk about what the dark saber actually is, because we know real lightsabers are powered by kyber crystals, um, the same thing that was mined from Jeddah in Rogue One to build the Death Star. What is powering a dark saber? Why does it look funky?
1: Well, it's still a lightsaber. The dark saber is still. Is it a kyber crystal? I I believe so because it okay. was created by a Mandalorian, so
0: to fight um, the Jedi because they were.
1: Well, no, because so the it was originally created by, um, one of the Visla, Mandalorians. That's like the most powerful clan on Mandalore, or it was. Right. Um. He okay. he he is the first, and I think maybe only Mandalorian that was like actually accepted into the Jedi order. So he didn't just do it on his own. Like he was in the Jedi order and he made this special Mandalorian lightsaber that um, it looks more like a sword. Apparently it's got all these like um, special powers where like uh, kind of changes based on your emotions. um, A mood ring yeah it's like like the intensity of it can change based on your feelings. um or something like that. so he created it, and it's been sort of like a a symbol to their people as you know the one who holds it as sort of like the one true ruler of Mandalore like because. A caliber. Yeah, like they use it, like they originally used it to then, you know, bring all the various like fighting clans together under one rule. So it's always been seen as like a symbol to them as like the one who's worthy enough to hold it is the ruler of Mandalore. And for a time that was Darth Maul, because he he had the Darksaber at one point, he takes it from them. Um, it gets taken back from them, it gets lost for a while. Sabine finds it in Rebels and ends up giving it back to one of her relatives, and then she rules Mandalore. So um I think it's really important because for the you know, for the sake of moving forward on this show, you know, obviously Gideon has it, which means something terrible has happened to the Mandalorians. Yeah. But, you know, we've seen this small kind of like enclave of Mandalorians in this show but is this the only one out there we don't really know I I would theory that it's probably not the only group that escaped and is kind of living in hiding so if Din is able to get control of the Darksaber back it would sort of be a way for him to unite all of these Mandalorians together Mm. um you know especially considering he's not from that actual planet dude okay
0: this is it's so i love this series because i feel like it's one of the more mythology based ones like the prequels were trying to be but there was a lot of like show don't tell this is not like let us figure like they didn't let us really figure anything out, no, you know, and this is, I mean, this is some pretty heavy stuff. Like this could be, I mean, you're saying like at the end of this, he could be like ruling an entire people with baby Yoda by his side. Like this is some <laughs> heavy shit,
2: yeah. I mean, why he might not? unite the jedi Mandalore, Mandalorians after all. i mean, i'm I'm really curious to see how the storyline develops around the Mandalorian Jedi relationship because. So he's gonna be seeking out uh, Baby Yoda's race and planet, and that will be really interesting to see play out. And what I'm curious to know is what will he come upon when he gets there? Because uh, and will he get there? That's what I really want to know. Like, man, can you imagine if we get there and like he runs into some thousand-year-old fucking yoda brother that's just like here's here's the whole scoop right and we'll get the scoop in like two minutes
0: yeah and will be, and like, it'll we be all amazing hated yoda yeah he was the worst i also no.
2: read an article about how <laughs> bob eager called baby yoda baby yoda once and john favreau got really pissed really <laughs>
0: yeah
2: oh does not like it being called baby yoda well <laughs> give it he should give it a name then
0: yeah because like, that's his name
2: yeah come yeah. on. he
0: didn't like baby yoda
2: no he's like
1: it's not baby yoda
0: oh my god that's amazing <laughs> that,
1: that is amazing um i mean you'd but, expect that from the creator of the right. show you know yeah for sure no and it's you know and it's it's really cool you know with like like you're saying him trying to find that stuff because we we've gotten none of that in Star Wars. Like we don't know what no. race that is. We don't know what planet it comes from or anything about them. So Nothing. anything the show does is kind of like new uncharted territory. So it's all like stuff we're seeing for the first time. It's not stuff we saw, you know, back in the prequels or whatever. It's um it's kind of cool that it's like uncharted territory for it's Star
2: so Wars. It's so exciting. And especially because like Yoda literally was such a badass. Yep. Like everything about him was a badass. And you're like, how the fuck can this guy walk with a cane and then just like flip a switch and he's doing flips and slicing people up and shit like that?
0: Well, it says so much about like their people and who they are. You know, they don't ex- expel unnecessary energy. You know, like Yoda in yeah. the prequels, he's like getting around by just hovering on this little thing. Like he's very in tune to like, the universe you know what it's doing people's emotions the vibe like all it's kind of like a Buddhist a little yeah
2: bit. I, I know like Buddhist George Knight. Lucas based <clears throat> a lot of Star Wars on Buddhist principles right yeah. and um, and it was oh, I was reading somewhere is was talking about any like the bulk of of the Jedi mindset is based on buddhist principles so injecting the concept of the chosen one and the virgin birth and all that sort of stuff was really kind of contrary into everything about the jedi that had been built up because Mm -hmm. it was all buddhist based right and then you Mm -hmm. kind of really inject this very christian thing into it not that that's a big deal i just thought it was interesting yeah
0: he decided to do it that way
2: yeah anyways
0: Darksabers!
2: Okay, we got to talk about it. No,
0: we already did. It's just really cool. I just. It, to- is oh, yeah. really
2: coo- it is really cool. It is <laughs> really cool. So, what do we think? So, we got season two, and here's the question: What will be the culmination battle in se- at the end of season two? I'm guessing there's a lightsaber battle at the end of season two. It's got there's got to be light darksaber whatever.
1: The
0: hell. I yeah. I don't
1: hmm. Will there be? I don't know. Cause I don't know how many like who would have a lightsaber at this point?
0: The planet that the planet that Yoda's, Yoda's from, from?
1: Like they've just been chilling out with their lightsabers.
0: They probably got a kyber crystal the size of, you know, the Empire State Building. They're just chipping away. <laughs> chipping away at making lightsabers
2: yep hmm
0: i think i don't know there's one thing. what's one thing we haven't seen from star wars really um and i would argue we haven't even seen it in the most recent skywalker part of the skywalker saga is a jedi a true jedi training and a jedi making their own lightsaber
2: Oh my God, that was Like, would be we cool. haven't
0: seen a Jedi complete training and get to that point where they make, or not complete, or, you know, get to the point in their training where they're making their weapon. We haven't, we you know, we've seen the school and we've seen, um, you know, Dagba and all this stuff, but we've never, because we've introduced this weapon now, this weapon that holds such um, value and importance and meaning to so many different people. So... I think it maybe there isn't a big battle at the end of season two. Maybe it's Mando gets baby Yoda to his people. He watches this training. He understands, you know, he's kind of like there is a learner almost or Mm -hmm. an observer. And then the end is Yoda building his lightsaber. And then, you know, someone's like, Randy, you are. (laughs) You know, and then you're like, oh shit. Season three is going to be some, lightsaber battles
2: well here's a question do we are we assuming that all of yoda's race talks like yoda what if like all the (laughs) other people on yoda's planet are just like yeah yoda always talked really weird that's why we (laughs) threw him out (laughs) that's
1: why he was exiled on fucking dagobah (laughs) like all that backwards talking was crazy we threw that dude out
0: yeah like what if (laughs) they're actually what if they all have like heavy new york accents you know, they're just all kind of like gangsters oh they're all God. like
2: gremlins yeah. you know it's yeah. <laughs> of the movie gremlins they're like oh yeah yoda was kind of
1: a weirdo <laughs>
0: um he's <laughs> <name's> actually jerry
1: <laughs> uh i mean uh, all right so if yoda's gonna build his lightsaber i mean can we if we're gonna let's throw out a wild theory why can't ahsoka teach him why can't oh she, God, why can't right. she show up so she, in this series?
0: I know. Well, I and mean, then I, he,
1: I just want it to happen. <laughs>
0: <sighs> it fucking better be. Maybe she's the one because he's gonna need a master.
1: Yeah, I mean, and let's throw out that um, one of the people working on this show was responsible for Rebels and the Clone Wars. So gonna Dave De- Filoni. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's. Heavily involved in all three of them. I mean, at some point we got to get live-action Ahsoka.
0: And if so, anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be this guy.
1: Yeah, why? not I mean, why not? She's alive at this point still. So, uh, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that's my big theory for season two. She shows up to help train Baby Yoda in the way of the Force. Oh my god! I would say, and
2: and we got her voice in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So, it's which is probably. F- the first live action acknowledgement of her existence right i mean obviously mm-hmm. all the shows are canon i i think i think disney owes it to the fans at this point it's like they're going to go all this deep into star wars lore they're starting to introduce the jedi back into into the story i mean she's the biggest why not close the loop
0: animated character i mean she her like merchandise is up there with yeah everybody else yeah None of the other animated characters are like that.
1: Well, and they're bringing back Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, I think it's in February. Yeah, we um, got to catch
0: up before a, got to put a pause
1: that. Yeah, it's like a brand new season of Clone Wars, which she'll, I'm sh- sure she's going to be heavily involved in. Right. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it would make sense if you're going to have her all in that right before the new season comes out everybody cheers she shows up with her two lightsabers
0: yes (laughs) oh my god i would lose it
2: dude this shows it's like the finale put it took it to such the next level and it was probably a big bet for them it spent cost a lot of money all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. now they're going into season two like fuck yeah we're gonna what you need what you
0: need john here's the uh, benjamins
2: i know (laughs) I mean, John Favreau obviously has proven time and time again he can build an amazing universe. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he kicked off the MCU, truly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And made it successful and made it a viable option for Marvel. And
0: right? he was a producer on, you know, several of those films. And he was fucking well, yeah. money
2: and he didn't even know it, you know? What? Is that, that's a swingers' record. I
0: knew it was going to be a. I knew you couldn't go to a podcast without a swingers' record.
2: <laughs> I knew it.
0: That's, I that's knew what
2: it. Vince Vaughn says to him. On the I movie. know I
0: know. I know.
2: He's mad at you, He doesn't even know
0: it. <laughs> you love it. Yes. <laughs> it's a good movie.
2: It is a good movie. Yeah. And it's John Favreau.
0: I just can't believe what do you think Swinger's John Favreau, if you would have told him you're gonna be producing like a million dollar, a gazillion dollar Star Wars limited series <laughs> in like twenty years.
2: I don't think
1: he would have believed you. Yeah. Look at us now.
0: <laughs> Look at us now.
1: Talking about how amazing his fucking show is. I know.
0: And swingers. <laughs> we uh, missed. All right. Did we miss anything? I'm like, there was so much to talk about. Did we miss any big bombshells? I mean, I think I think we covered it and some like yeah. predictions and all that. The helmets that were just general. off
2: today. They were never on. No. no. I don't
0: know if they ever are.
1: No. <laughs> They're never on.
0: We don't break. Like, I left him in the car. You know, mine's been in the car for a while.
1: I lost my helmet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh,
1: well, we, uh,
2: well, what, so what's next with the podcast now that the show's done?
0: All right, guys. So, we kind of talked about this, listeners. We don't want to stop. The Star Wars of the Star Wars. So, one thing that all of us haven't done, which, Mike, I thought you had it was just the novels is read into any of the comics and that's something you know we could read and recap weekly or every other week whatever we decide to do but that could be kind of sick you guys could read them with us we could pick a series and you know roll with it yeah and we can talk about what series we want and like put on twitter for you guys to see which what we want to what we're going to read first but that might be kind of fun
1: i think that'd be great that'd be awesome. Okay. And we got clone and we got Clone Wars coming back, so I mean there's gonna be all kinds of new material. Do you, you know yeah, when so it comes we, back, Mike? I, I thought February is what I saw for okay, when. So I don't know the one. exact date, but So we can um,
0: do some comics in January and Eric and I, our homework will be to catch up on Clone Wars, and then we can recap Clone Wars in February.
1: Let's do it. I probably need I probably need to do a rewatch of that too. It's been years since I've Seen it yeah. all. Yeah, it was a while so, ago. Yeah,
0: or we could recap Clone Wars.
1: As we're as we're as we're going through our re-watches.
0: I'm just saying, you yeah. know, there's there's a lot. Fortunately, there there's a lot of Star Wars to be seen, read, so always Always
2: something to talk about. Yes, and be angry about.
0: I'm not. I'm just. I'm here for it all i
2: don't care i'm not angry I'm,
0: I'm not angry i'm just i'm happy bring it well, on Well, you know
2: what happens when you get angry
0: it leads to hate
2: and you know it leads to suffering it suffering leads to the dark side that's okay
0: that's right.
2: a, little,
1: a little dark side never hurt nobody I'm
0: like, we're talking to dark <laughs> bonnie here i
1: know we're talking to a slytherin on the <laughs> other side of the camera here <laughs> i got i got my go. darth maul poster on the wall i got my hey. slytherin tattoo I should show you the
2: sick dark, uh, Darth Maul sweatshirt. Liz got me. It's fucking. Oh, you'll love it.
0: Once we sign off, we'll we'll show you guys. Yeah. Uh, Or we're not you guys. We're just gonna show Mike. You guys can. I don't know. Think about how cool it is. (laughs) (laughs)
2: All
0: right, right. y'all. Well, thanks for tuning in.
2: Helmets off. On. 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 Back on.
0: Mine from the car.